Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grindin' shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, and this is episode 181. Our guest for this episode is the Dallas-based synthwave duo of Chris Love and Danny James, known as Prism. They released their self-titled debut EP earlier in 2019, where it would soon catch some buzz around the synthwave world and later lead to their signing with the independent synthwave label Fixed Neon. The pair continue to work in the studio with pretty much the third member of Prism, producer and songwriter Jeff Rockwell, and recently released a new single, We Were Young, along with a feature on the Fury Weekend track, Escape from Neon City. This up-and-coming duo is already making waves in the synthwave world as they shared with us how the group got started, the dynamic of their friendship, how they got signed to fix Neon, the worries of working with labels, and their day-to-day routines. Prism strives for variety in their music as they share with us the benefits of being on a label like Fixed that has such a diverse roster. And without further ado, let's get on to this interview with Chris Love and Danny James, known as Prism. How did the, you know, this duo of Prism start? You know, what's the story? Well, it all actually started with our producer. So, I mean, there's really three of us in Prism. Um, that's kind of where the name came from, you know, Prism 3 three points to the band and he had this idea and he presented it to us with just kind of like a what do you think about doing a synth pop project and I was very intrigued and right away kind of thought you know yeah let's do this and so that's how it initially came to be with the idea of creating this band 
What were you, what was everybody doing before uh, this idea? You know, how did everybody meet? We've all known each other for a while. Um, uh, Chris has known Jeff for a really long time. And I've known Jeff through some other people. And so we, we all live in Fort Worth and grew up around this area. So we just kind of always stayed in touch. And I think it was Jeff who had reached out to Chris. And, you know, what was it, you know, what was it about everything that, you know, just you, you wanted to start making music? Well, for me, um, I, you know, always had this love of music. Danny and I have been creating music together for years now and we gig full time. So it's full time job making music performing and this project was just something so different and very challenging in the way that it was a new a new genre for us and a new style of writing singing challenging ourselves vocally all those things rolled up into one um so you know that's we just really all wanted to work together. We always all talked about working together anyway. So this project was kind of perfect to kind of actually, you know, dive in and get to do that. What sort of music were you doing beforehand that this project was kind of a bit of a pivot for you? Well, Chris and I, we've always both played acoustic guitar and had more of an indie soulful pop sound to our music. And we always loved listening to the type of music that we make with Prism, you know, but just kind of had never had the opportunity to make it. And so when this presented itself, it was just it's so easy for us to like gravitate towards writing music like this and Jeff's production and, you know, his musical arrangements are just so genius. They're very easy to, to write to <laughs> make good songs. Diving into this sort of music, was there any sort of freedom that you felt that was different than what you were doing before you know with working with Jeff and doing this prism thing yeah absolutely with our gigging and performing live a lot of those sets that we do are full of cover songs uh, you know people want to hear music that's familiar they want to hear the covers they want to hear all the the classic rock songs and stuff like that and we absolutely love doing that it's awesome and that can be challenging in its own way in a positive way so doing this really gave us the freedom to get back to who we were as artists and get inspired and lay that out in the studio and especially with the vocal styling in these songs you know we kind of channel you know like what would Whitney Houston do with vocal runs and stuff like that and certain harmonies and so it was just really awesome to be able to open up and really get back in touch with who we are as artists and lay that all out with prism so i mean it's just very raw with who we are stuff we've always wanted to create and we don't hold anything back we just go for it on every song we are every song is just a party when we're like making it like what can we do what is something awesome we can add in here what are some cool harmonies some cool ad-libs all of it and so um that kind of like transition to focusing back on who we were was very rewarding and enticing to create this band. Yeah, and I think it's really cool too because like Chris and I met almost eight years ago and the biggest thing for us was that we were just such 
there was just such ease riding together and her and I just make a really great team when it comes to like lyrics melody just like constructing a song and so coming into contact with Jeff who creates this beautiful music it it's really fun to be able to have that creative liberty to do that kind of stuff when you met eight years ago what was it about meeting each other that you know clicked you know you guys would eventually you know find comfort in writing songs together but what was it about those initial meetings that you know you felt like something clicked between you two well we initially met on facebook (laughs) so it was kind of this um odd way of meeting and we were communicating there uh kind of messaging each other back and forth and i think we just really vibed with the idea that we were both girls who played guitar and liked to sing and uh so we talked about getting together and you know jamming and i don't know writing maybe and we just hit it off it wasn't it was just instant chemistry it wasn't forced or anything so um just the first few times us hanging out and singing together it just flowed so naturally it was it was really cool yeah and it was it was really cute because her and I were both like impressed with each other's original songs and like our styles and like how they were different but also really complementary to one another and that was that just made it way more easy and fun I think it was like the second time we ever hung out I came over and she was like I really want to cover this song and I was like okay I've never heard of it and we just like learned it in five minutes and recorded a YouTube video and it's still on there (laughs) but it was really cute and fun you know what is it about you know working with each other you know what are the the what are your similarities and then what things about each other uh, complement each other or you know what things are sort of different with each other Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I know. Um, we are very much alike. People always mistake us as sisters and even twins a lot. Um, when people ask if we're twins, we just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that before uh, this interview. I'm like, let me look. Are they sisters? Um, we are not related. Oh for gosh. the record, we are actually not related. <laughs> Um, we, we are, you know, we have a lot in common, uh, but we also have a lot of things that make us different. I don't know where I would even begin to explain. Obviously the music, you know, we have that in common and singing and playing guitar, uh, uh, what makes us different. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't, um, I don't know. I think it's really cool and interesting. Cause like, Chris is such a sweetheart. She's also like really tough and strong. And like, I've always loved her ability to like set really clear boundaries and just be like a badass. Like, and it's always, it's encouraged me over our friendship to, to be more, have more of that come out in me. Um, and you know, I think having a friend that you're close to that you do have a lot of similarities with and share such an intimate experience as writing music that it it can help shape you and into a better version of yourself 
which I think is awesome. I'm super thankful for. And we're both like really, we're both really bubbly and vivacious when we're together. It's like electric. When we hang out, we're like kind of lost in our own world sometimes with our inside jokes and we'll just be laughing about random stuff. But we're always really nice and bubbly and, and fun and laughing about something. Like Chris is probably top one of my top funniest friends like she's always making me <laughs> crack up she's like so yeah. witty it's hilarious <laughs> danny's also danny's a little bit more extroverted um she can just she can talk to anyone which we both can but she can really just talk and connect with anyone and you know it gives her energy and i'm a little bit more of like a intimate small group i you know get my energy when i'm alone type person as well so I mean that kind of makes us a little bit different but it's so awesome because we balance each other out really well and there are times where I just feel like I just need silence and like quiet and peacefulness and Danny can you know she can make sure that like I'm like what do you need like I got you she's very nurturing so we balance each other out with our differences and that's like where the real magic is, because if someone can't balance you out with the differences, there's a lot of friction. You don't really get along. And we spend so much time together. I, we see each other every like single day. Couple. I think the long, yeah, the long, <laughs> we've maybe go two days is the longest we go without seeing each other. And so people are always curious, you know, how do you guys not get sick of each other? We just don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, we're just extensions of each other at this point. I think healthy communication yeah. is really good too like I mean obviously if you're with someone that much you know you're gonna have times where like you're frustrated or like maybe something happens or whatever but I think the cool thing about us is like we'll talk about it and like if she comes to me and tells me like well it, it you know this happened and this bothered me and I'll be like dude I'm sorry like you know I just think you have to have like a certain level of like I, I trust her and I, I want to stay close and stay good and with what we're doing because I feel like we met for a reason. And so I never want to have too much pride in my friendship, you know, to like let small things like ruin anything you know what I mean like ruin anything yeah we have no time for pride or ego like we <laughs> everything would fall apart nothing would get done so we are constantly <laughs> having our ego put in check which is is really good <laughs> it's humbling it is good you for sure gotta have it what is it about the your energy when you're together? You know, how does that tr you know translate into the music that you're doing with Prism and then also just your live shows in general? Hmm. I, I think let's see. Oh, man, I don't know, Danny, what do you think? I think it scales down to like our personalities together like I was saying earlier is like electric. Like when we hang out just from day one like we have cracked jokes laughed a ton we've always like sang random stuff like we'll just walk around and be like hey, or like you know we'll just like do random stuff and I think having that energy it's it's like easy to come up with stuff and like sometimes we're not even surprised at this point like we'll be walking and doing something random and we'll sing the exact same line of a song at the exact same time in harmony and it's like you know it's like that doesn't happen with everyone like but it happens with us and we're like you know just can't be surprised by it at this point anymore like so I think having that kind of connection 
it makes it easy to you know write music like prism and we love like 80s music we love like the fun dancey like chris grew up listening to a ton of oldies and i grew up listening to a lot of whitney houston and michael jackson and stuff so the influence is already there too which helps was there any sort of you know obstacles that you guys had any sort of learning curve with the, going into this prison project, you know, and how did you sort of get over them? Um, I don't know about any like major obstacles. Um, we were very thorough with how things would be done. Um, you know, that's really great with, with Jeff and I, we are a little bit more like, you know, this is everyone's responsibility. This is how it's going to be broken down. This is the schedule. We're going to meet at this time. And, you know, we're like every Friday at 10 a.m. We're in the studio. We're writing. And um, it's just like this well-oiled machine kind of at this point. We laid out how we wanted everything done in the beginning. And there haven't really been like any huge obstacles that have shown themselves yet hopefully there aren't any you know terrible right. obstacles that, that happen we're still pretty new at this but um i'm very much like i like to have like everything you know scheduled and well thought out uh, responsible rock star as i like to call it <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. i'm not like the you know we get in the studio and let's party or like out late the night before i'm i'm like the lamest rock star like musician person like you would ever meet in your entire life (laughs) (laughs) like it's nine o'clock at night it's time to go to sleep no that's that's me yeah that is so me uh but you know that's just how i am i'm a little yeah i'm a little bit more of like kind of analytical logical thinker i wasn't always like that and i just kind of came into it and I'm kind of like full blast, like that person. Um, so, <laughs> I, you know, I'm cool with like things staying on track and helping other people stay on track with what we're doing. And we just, we all work so well together that any obstacles that do come out, we can easily talk them out. What, you know, what is the sort of process in the studio that you guys have with making music you know I know you already you have a bit of a schedule already you know but you know what's it like being in the studio to you know make music you know write music you know write this prism music well it starts off with an ingenious track typically and we'll play the track we'll loop it and We'll just kind of wait for inspiration to strike. Um, You know, one of us, like one of us might already have cool lyrics or a cool melody that we'll present to the, you know, to the group and, and we'll all decide like collectively if we like it and like, how does it, how does it hit, you know, how does it make you feel like, and then we're, you know, we want to use good lyric choices we don't want to make anything too simple but we want it to be like moving enough and feeling enough and we all three like she said like we work really really well together and so that's typically how it starts is we'll just kind of you know um, Jeff will post ideas we have a we have a Facebook group this is how like (laughs) pro we are we have an actual Facebook group 
where Jeff will post ideas um, and kind of get her thoughts. Like, what do you, you know, what do you guys think? And uh, he'll just have kind of a line of songs on there and we'll listen to them and kind of vibe out with them. And I mean, we'll, we'll sometimes even have like a line and we'll tell them we have this one line, let's build a song around it. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's kind of been different for every song, how it gets started. Yeah. I like doing it that way though, because you get to taste the song a little bit for a while, see how it feels, you know, and, and kind of gain some more ideas and let the inspiration flourish as you, as you listen to the tracks. I, I like that. I think it's cool. You know, what do you hope that your listeners get out of your music? I just want people with, with this project specifically, I want people to have fun. I want them to just feel like that sense of, uh, kind of letting loose and having a good time. Um, a little bit of nostalgia as well, because just with the music itself, with that kind of synthy sound, it takes, it gives you that sense of nostalgia and some of our lyrics kind of wrap around that same feeling as well. So I just want people to have fun, have a good time. And when our music plays, they feel happy and they're like, okay, yeah, this is awesome. Turn it up. That's what, you know, I love about making this music because I love listening to stuff like that. So being able to create that for listeners is really, really cool. What I like about the whole, you know, Prism operation is that there's a lot of cool visuals. You've done, you know, a bunch of different, everything's so vivid and beautiful, you know, sort of talk about the importance of having all these great visuals. Well, so Jeff's wife is actually the one that takes our photos and she's extremely talented and makes sure that, you know, even the slightest hair is put in place and we just have a lot of fun like coming up with ideas like like she was saying you know the music it's carefree it's it's fun it's it takes you back a little bit like just to good memories and so whenever we do photo shoots and things like that like we like to throw in some of that nostalgic like vibe in in there and it's cute because for some of our shoots you know Jeff and his wife Jessica will go and find stuff at like a thrift store and like bring it to us and like style us and we'll get to like wear cool like you know unique pieces that kind of give you that feeling and it's super fun to come up with stuff for photos and photo shoots and there's a lot of really cool places around here. Like we like to shoot in Dallas a lot because there's a lot of fun places to go and and like create some cool content. So, you know, recently, you know, Prism was picked up by uh, Fixed Neon. How did that uh, how did that happen? So with that, we were kind of getting added to playlists as our music got a little bit more traction and we got added to this specific playlist, which was really awesome because I was already following it and subscribed to it. And it was the iron skull synth wave playlist. And he had one, uh, for kind of the more pop wave, which is what prism is. It's more of like the pop wave realm of the synth world. And so he added us to his playlist. Uh, his name's Preston and he, I don't know if you follow his playlist at all. So, so 
particular, it's, I mean, he really thinks about these songs that are going on this playlist. And um, so getting added to that was already really cool and a big deal. And he kind of reached out to James at the, you know, fixed neon and was like, you know, you should check this band out, Prism, you know, just listen to their music. And so that's how we got our foot in the door there. Um, so we we're very thankful to him. And he's now, you know, doing PR with Fix Neon, which is, you know, another really cool bonus because he just, he knows this whole world, this whole synth world inside and out. He, he writes some really incredible articles on the differences of all the different synth uh, genres because there's so many of them. And so him introducing us to Fixed was just the you know foot in the door kind of thing how you know how has your experience with with fix been since signing oh they're so awesome we adore them they're great they they are yeah they are on top of everything they were really helping push us to get added to different playlists they have a whole team that are so dedicated to what they do with the album artwork um posting about our music, sharing us with other playlist curators. Um, You know, they had great ideas for, you know, creating music video, different kind of content, really getting to know us as artists to know how to push us in the right outlets that we were, you know, that we should be in. And they, they've just been really supportive over us, um, which is, you know, kind of scary going into signing with a label. You you just you don't know um and and you hear horror stories and so I really like the the feel of this label the fit of it just the first time us talking on the phone with James and he really wanted to get to know us and to talk to us and we were on the phone with him all of us for like over an hour just you know chatting and we were sending questions back and forth um with through email and he was so thorough with us and so patient because we had so many questions to ask him um and just the way how he just how patient he was and how um he gave us you know all the information that we were needing and more that we were asking because we were asking a lot of questions it just it really built this really great sense of trust and working with them has just been incredible so far it was i mean they just are so supportive. They know what they're doing and they're introducing us to a lot of, a lot of things that are, are still very new to us. And they're kind of holding our hand through this new genre that is, we're still getting acquainted with. And so, uh, for that, they've, they've been incredible. Is there anything that you've learned during that process that you might not have even thought about beforehand before signing a label that really sticks out in your mind when you're doing something for Prism now from now on, whether it's make music or, you know, photo shoots or just anything, you know, is there anything that sticks out in your mind now that you've learned since signing? I don't know if specifically if there's anything that we've learned. I just think it's awesome to 
be ushered in that direction. Like nothing is forced. Like they love our, they love our look. They love our sound, the ideas that we come up with. Like, like she was saying, they're extremely supportive. And this is my first experience with a label at all period. And I feel like so honored and blessed that it's them like they feel like they feel like the cool aunts and uncles in the family that like are just like so into your dreams you know and they're like they and they're so creative their team is is really great at coming up with usable graphics content things like that and so I don't know it's just been a really fun experience so far it's all new it's all new it's like a whole new world where do you hope that this, you know, prism project goes? You know, it's sort of a new thing still for you. You're still sort of getting your feet wet with it, you know, but uh, where do you hope, you know, this goes? I would love to be doing this project full time and have, I mean, I have my whole focus in it. If this is something where, you know, we could be going on tour or creating more albums anything like that I'm so on board like I'm in love with this project so much and it's just been it's been so it's just been such a blast like really getting to to work on these songs and to challenge myself so I mean I'm taking everything day by day and trying not to get too overwhelmed Uh, I do like to set goals and kind of dream about where it could go and I'm hoping that it's something that you know takes us pretty far into the music world I would I would love to to do a tour to work with other artists I mean that would just be that would be the dream right there for sure I think there's an an effortlessness that comes with writing you know, with Jeff and Chris and all of us working so well together, I personally like enjoy the writing process so much. Like think to experience anything that, you know, Prism gaining fans and traction and a lot of listeners, I think there's so many opportunities that could come like a tour like that would be amazing and or getting to team up with other artists and write for them doing collabs you know stuff like that I just love like the giant world of opportunity that could be like available to us through this project and we all like really connect with the music we connect with the songs like they mean a lot to us come from a very true place for all of us I feel and so yeah I mean who knows what's gonna happen but we're all we're all extremely into it and dedicated to this project and excited to see where it could possibly take us how important is it to have a label that wants to get to know you and build the the product, the brand, the image through authenticity rather than, you know, you hear the horror stories where someone gets signed and then they just want to, you know, change them all into something that is similar to what's the status quo on the mainstream, you know? How important is that authentic- authenticity to you guys? Yeah, that that's really scary to, to think about that happening. And we did discuss that, you know, you know, the, the, the challenge of 
you know, if they wanted us to change anything and just feeling like you were saying the authenticity of, of them and their, their whole camp, like it was just so real and true and didn't feel forced or, you know, you didn't get, I didn't get like that gut feeling like this is, this is a mistake or anything like that. So it was very important for them to lay down, you know, a foundation of trust and, you know, uh, this is, you know, a family basically kind of thing. Cause you know, you're kind of walking into a marriage in a way. And so it, it was really important to have that. And just with how encouraging they were and how complimentary they were to our, our work already, it was, it was just really great. It was a great boost of confidence in what we were doing. And it, you know, validated that they, they enjoy what we're doing and they want us to keep making this music and they, you know, didn't want to have all these changes or anything. They have let us creatively be who we are. And so that right there is just, it's amazing. And, um, I've been really thankful to, to them for that, for, you know, being encouraging and not trying to change us in any way. They did do a great job of building a relationship with us and, um, doing it. They did a video call and they, you know, had everyone face to face on their team come and say hi to us on the video call. Like everyone, like people who run, run their social media channels, you do their graphic design, do their PR, just everything. And so that was just really cool. It was like, okay, you're meeting the family. Like, these people all want to see you and they want you to see their face. And, um, you know, that was really impressive to me. So, uh, I'm really excited to see, you know, how our family goes from here and what we all create together. Yeah. I think what makes it work is when you have that investment, you know, it's like, a family unit, a group, a team, they work because you're all after the same goal, which is you all want each other to succeed, you know? And so to have a label that sees you and sees your talent and sees what you're trying to go for and invests their personal time, their resources, you know, their money, just things that are of value when they invest that into you it's it's super encouraging to keep going and I think it it does apply more of that trust to you know the artist to label relationship we're all really thankful for it outside of making music you know what is sort of each of your hobbies or interests or any passions things that you like to do for fun Music takes up a huge part of our life. So much. Be it in the studio writing, recording, or playing live. So it's hard to fit in hobbies in between that aren't related to that. Um, I... It it is a job, but also my hobby is I do love to play guitar. And so um, I just sit in my apartment by myself and, you know, try to become a better guitar player and... I love playing lead and so I'll, you know, play little lead lines and challenge myself to learn, yeah, you know, like this lick that Peter Green played a bajillion years ago and I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. So I'll like just sit 
for a couple hours until I get it down. Um, <laughs> uh, I love to work out. Um, so I go to the gym uh, once or twice a day. That's a lot of where my extra time goes. And yeah, that's about it. I don't really have time to to do much else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very true. It, it takes up so much, but it's like it doesn't always feel like work. So it, it does still feel like a hobby because like she said, you know, if I have free time and I want to sit down and play my guitar, like lately I've been writing a bunch of songs just like for myself and coming up with random stuff and just feeling really inspired. And I'm a mom. I have a three year old. So I love spending time with her and doing things with her. And outside of that, I just, I enjoy trying to connect with people, connect with friends, you know, have, have some of that balance to the work life where I get to like relax and be free. And I love like conversing with people and just having relationships yeah, so, yeah, we have to play so much too. But when we, people always tease us for this. Jeff actually teases us for this that we are our, uh, our like off days and our time off. Danny and I still spend that time together. <laughs> so we um, we do like to you know we work out together, we go shopping together, and if we don't have to play a show or something, we love to go watch live music. So there's a lot of great local bands in the DFW area. So. If we have time, we'll go catch a show. Um, we, this summer, we had a lot of like pool days where we just like hung out by the pool, which is awesome. Um, and so, yeah, when we're not together, we are together. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if we're not physically in the same room, like we're like, I think maybe there might be like a day where we don't text as much, but typically that's just because we're resting from like everything in life. But like, otherwise we're texting all day, every day, laughing, sending those random things. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important when you work with someone, which this kind of became a job, you know, we were friends first. I think it's just important to, to have, to cultivate that friendship still on on the other end because it can be overwhelming life is overwhelming and keeping up with everything is overwhelming and so to be able to like chill like she said we had a lot of pool days and we just like got to relax and hang out with friends and you know have some of that downtime together as friends and that's important to have too you gotta have a balance for sure kind of wind things down um, and I do like to a ask this question of, of, of people that I interview is um, what is sort of a nugget of knowledge from your life or career that anybody listening to this it doesn't matter what avenue of artistry that they're in that they could project into their own lives mm, uh, work dedication lots of hard work every waking moment <laughs> put in that hard work uh it, it takes a lot, but I mean, it, it's attainable and it's doable. You just have to be able to have the drive to do it. It's as simple as that. It's, you know, it's a lot, but it's, that's all it is, is having that drive and this, uh, being able to have, you know, the sacrifice as well. Um, 
But yeah, if anyone, you know, has something that they're wanting to do, I always encourage people to just go for it. You, you know, just do it. Do whatever you can, even if it's a little like just 30 minutes each day that you're spending towards doing something you love or building towards doing something you love than to take it. It's you'll be happier and feel better for it. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, for me, I think a lot of artists have the the tendency to maybe be a, like really self-critical or a little too hard on themselves and their craft, whatever that may be. And to that, I mean, I've struggled with that in the past, just not believing I was good enough, you know, but at the end of the day, like you can't, you can't take it so seriously. It's like, if you're, if this is something natural for you to pursue, like this is what you love doing, you know, it's, you're, you're going to, as you do it every single day, putting in that work, working on yourself, working on that craft, like it's going to be great. Like she said, if you put your hard work into it and you, you believe in yourself, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's just part of it. Um, you know, it's that, I think those are the two things that help you achieve like your dream, whatever that may be you know, in the arts or in anything that you want to do. You know, before we get out of here, you know, recently um, you guys dropped a new single, We Were Young, and then uh, you're also on a track on the Fury Weekend's uh, um, new full-length album coming up. You know, what else, um, is there anything else that's in the works coming up? Oh, yeah, we have our our next release is going to be very kind of different I don't know I'm trying to not give away too much it's it's gonna be something uh that we're just excited for people to hear and it will it'll be a little bit different from uh the prism stuff that's come out so far and we think anyone who is in the you know synth music world and you know knows about other artists they're really going to appreciate this song and I mean we're in the studio every week so we're we're gonna have a lot of new music for people to hear we're not stopping now we are working hard and so everyone should expect a lot of new music from us and so yeah get ready to get down (laughs) right 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 how important is it for you to to like have a diverse sound for this band oh i i think it's really important um it feels as if we are kind of paving a, a new way in the pop wave synth wave community which feels really cool because the synth wave community is still responding to to the music that we're creating however there's a pop element to it that people that aren't really familiar with synth wave it kind of introduces it to them in this really easy breezy carefree way and because all in all it's fun and like who doesn't want to have fun our music is so fun and so I think that is what's really great about creating like the prism music yeah like I mentioned uh you featured on uh the new uh Fury Weekend single and in Fix, they have a wide range of sort of different type of uh synth music you know from the pop stuff that you guys are doing to a lot of the more harder stuff um you know 
how, you know, how does it feel to be a part of a label that has that sort of diversity and has it uh, sort of influenced you guys in any way yet? I think it's very refreshing to see, you know, the, the diversity for sure. And getting to work on a Fury Weekend song was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And right now I'm just, I, I bring them up. But I am a big Ace Marino fan. And so being label mates with him is is so cool. Uh, his music, you know, was on my playlists before we even signed with them. So that was that was really a trip getting to like, you know, communicate with him and be like, hey, we're label mates. No way. Um, but seeing the different kind of genres, synth genres that they have, um, is definitely a refreshing thing. And I love that, you know, we are a little bit more pop. We're, we're very pop. We are pop wave and they, um, them working with us, you know, I feel like we were kind of different from some of the other artists on the label. So, you know, coming into it, it's like, Hey, you know, what's up everyone? You know, we we're making this like pop, wave music and everyone's just been so welcoming and so encouraging um our label mates are really cool they are all just you know warm and welcoming and so you you can't really ask for you know anything better than that that was a kind of like a whew moment like okay these guys are cool we're, we're all gonna get along that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, it's been great talking with you, Chris and Danny. Uh, before we get out of here, you know, where can people go online to get more information about Prism and, you know, promote anything you want to promote? Uh, we have a fan link, I believe, if you go to our um, Instagram page, which we are on Instagram. If you look us up, it is we are Prism and it's Prism with a Z. So when people look us up, just remember Prism with a Z. Um, we do have a in our bio the song link to our new song we were young you can listen to that on spotify apple music google play pandora all that fun stuff and of course if you look us up on fixed neon's website you'll find us on there as well we're on all the fun stuff instagram twitter facebook and we love responding to comments and messages and talking to people and getting to know them we love uh how welcoming everyone's been just not just you know with the the label and our label mates but the actual listeners of the music so we actually you know we like communicating with people and talking to them and you know when they ask us questions and want to get to know us we're all about that so bring it on so that was my interview with the lovely ladies of prism chris love and danny james definitely go support them Links will be in the show notes for this episode at freshthepodcast.com to where you can follow Prism and also Fix Neon and the whole Fixed label. There's a lot of good music on that label. Just go check it out. It'll be great. <laughs> so thanks again for uh, listening to Fresh is the Word. Um, I got two... I got some... I can... I got a big announcement I want to share. Um... I've been thinking about this for a little while because we're so many different. There's so many different things that I cover on Fresh is the Word that it's starting to get a little congested. So to sort of reorganize, refreshen, you know, just sort of breathe some new air into like my podcasting. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start two new podcasts. 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate from now on all the music podcasts that I do into their own podcast titles. So first off, I'm going to start a Detroit music history slash new stuff podcast called Renaissance Soul. And that's named after my first website, which was for first a J. Dilla discography website. And then it later expanded to just Detroit hip hop and then Detroit music in general. So uh, with that, I'm going to, which each episode, it's going to, I'm going to take a topic, which is going to be either an album, a single, an artist's legacy, or an era, or a record label. It's going to be something specific, and we're going to break it down with that artist or somebody that was involved in that, or somebody who's really educated in that particular topic. So each one of those episodes is going to be like that. The first one I'm planning was something that I had recorded for Fresh of the Word, and that's going to be my interview with hip-hop artist from Detroit, of course, Big Tone, about his new album that he did with House Shoes called Big Shoes. We, had, um, we did this interview, and we broke down each track, and there was so much history behind each track that in regards to his career and Detroit hip-hop as a whole, that... I think this would be a perfect, you know, first episode for Renaissance Soul. And he was somebody that I feel like I really helped out with, you know, at the beginning of his career when he was, um, you know, finally putting out, you know, proper records and stuff that, um, you know, it's just perfect that Big Tone would be my, be one of my first guests. And then the second podcast I'm going to do is going to be the non-Detroit um, music episodes, you know, all genres of music. And I'm going to call that one Breaking Records. And the Breaking Records name is actually the name of a column that I used to do for a little while in a uh, Detroit publication that no longer exists entirely. It got merged with uh, Metro Times. But um, it was in a publication called Real Detroit Weekly that I... Um, that I that I wrote for in you know two uh, in two part, two times, but my first time in um, from 2003 to 2006, I had a column called the Loop, and I did cover stories and other stories, and then uh, towards the end of that run, I um I wanted more room to write you know a, a regular column, so they did give me another column, um I called it Breaking Records, where I kind of went above and beyond just like hip hop, and kind of went deeper into certain things in hip hop and electronic music and whatever. I really enjoyed doing that. So I'm naming this uh, other one, uh, this other podcast called, um, uh, called, um, um, record break or breaking records. Um, because I, like I said, I wanted to separate the, uh, the music, the music, uh, episodes from fresh as the word, just so I can promote and organize everything a lot better. Um, I have already have a handful of, interviews that it was originally for fresh of the word that is going to be the first episodes for um breaking records it's going to include my interview with uh, dia frampton from megan dia uh chicago uh producer uh no, um footwork uh producer tracksman 
Um, also got Larissa, Larissa Stupart, the, um, the lead vocalist for the, the, the metal band Venom Prism. And then also have, uh, my, um, my, my, a new interview with Will Putney from the band Fit for an Autopsy. I'd interviewed him recently on Fresh to the Word, more for his, uh, studio plugins but this time we're talking about the new uh fit for an autopsy record so our, and then i got a, a bunch of other things you know planned out for for all three of my uh podcasts but um i got some cool things in the works it's it's really it's it's, it's an exciting time i'm gonna have i have uh, a lot of things to unveil in the month of october um the the timeline right now looks to be October 15th for the debut of Breaking Records, and then hopefully towards the end of the month, the debut of Renaissance Soul. I'm going to have a trailer with a lot of special Detroit guests coming out soon to uh, sort of introduce, reintroduce Renaissance Soul to the world. So be on the lookout for that. Everything will, all this information will be posted and continually be accumulated <laughs> aggregated you might say under you know the website at freshesthepodcast.com i'm not making new websites for everyone they're all going to be on uh, freshesthepodcast.com because fresh of the word is kind of going to be the umbrella of it all for right now and then you know just uh make sure that you can uh just go to the website if you want to support at all i definitely need the support now because we're doing i'm doing new things and i need Everybody spread the word. And if you want to support the podcast also, you can go to uh, Patreon. I'm on Patreon now. For as little as a dollar, you can support the podcast each month. And then for the $3 a month tier, you can uh, have access to the the Patreon-only episodes, which will be interviews that I've done outside Fresh of the Word and the other podcasts that, you know, from the past 12 years or so, that um, I did for other publications or never even published in any way. I got a bunch up there now, some that I never use at all, so they're exclusive, exclusive. And um, I'm gonna have, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm gonna also uh, try to add some more stuff to the Patreon also. And if you uh, have anything you want to send me or pitch me for any of these podcasts, you can always reach me at djkfresh at gmail dot com. So um. Thank you because we're, you know, thank you for listening to anybody's listening to this. Thank you. And I'm really hoping that you got everybody who's listening to this can support, share if you can't afford a dollar or three dollars a month. Um, I'm going to, there's going to be some things that um, I, I might need in the you know future. So it does, you know, take a little bit of money to uh, do all these things. I'm going to, uh, you know, post all of the ways that you can support. Uh, Fresh is the Word and the other podcasts on uh, uh, freshisthepodcast.com real soon. I got to support the podcast page on there, but I need to update it with some specifics. You know, if people can donate some certain things or, you know, help out in any way. I want to just detail everything about how you can support this, you know, there's big things, you know, going to go on. And I feel like I'm on a, this is a sliding door moment. This is a, October is going to be a really important, you know, month for me 
in many ways. You know, there's some, you know, there's some, even some personal things I'm going to share with my listeners coming up in this month. And um, I'm really going to start, you know, going hard on some things. So, uh, okay, I'm going to quit rambling. Uh, please, you know, continue to support the podcast and thank you. So that's uh, another interview, another episode in the books. And uh, thanks to uh, Danny and Chris from uh, Prism for uh, a great talk. Please support them also. Like always, thank you. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.